Welcome to the Fatty Z Musky Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by Vance. Guess where? In the front of the Ranger. That's right. And uh, joined by phone, Todd Young, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. <clears throat> and uh, I want to hit real quick. We're in the front of the Ranger, mainly because anyone that's on the that follows Fatty Z on the Facebook page has seen the new studio slash bait area. It has a terrible echo, so I cranked up the heater out here. We're running off of a floodlight, <laughs> one floodlight in a pretty big area. And, uh, don't don't give away our secrets, Andy. This is high tech stuff going on. Hey, it it's gonna be. <laughs> you gotta you gotta crawl before you walk. Now, Vance, mm-hmm. I want you to give a quick description of what you can see. The first five things you see. What do you see? OSB. My untouched golf cart, a Kubota. No. What is that brand? Is that? That's a Kubota. Okay. Kubota tractor. About five foot of track. <laughs> and uh, some antlers. Some antlers. I see. A, I see a couch. That is not allowed in the house, I guess. But, <laughs> anyways, that's uh, that's what we're dealing with right now. So. We are, we're going to... Yeah, it's a mess in here, but we're still, it, it's working. Yeah, you, you got to get that place cleaned up. I need somewhere to store this jet ski. It's really in my way down here. Yeah, and my boat. Don't worry, guys. I'll do it all myself. <laughs> 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 all right, well, we are brought to you by St. Croix Rods. If you're in the market for a good rod, you should uh, consider St. Croix Rods. They are... Uh, they're guide staffing Vance over there and Todd Young, you know, so. Best on earth, we best, use them. Best on earth. I'm actually looking for a rod. Actually, so not me staff. personally. I have a guy. He, uh. You got a guy. I got a guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Just meet him out back, <laughs> give him a little cash. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy I work with, his boy, he's big into fishing. He asked, he's like nine, mm-hmm. and he's like, what kind of rod do I get? I kind of like them one reels. He's trying to describe the reels. And I'm like, no, that, you don't want a bait caster. He's like pulling up images on his phone at work. Yeah. And uh, I said, no, don't, no. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll point you in the right direction. So I'm, I'm, I'm pointing him towards a, a premier spinning reel rod, I should say. Yeah. And, uh, anyways, check them out. Best on earth, St. Croix rods. Thank you. We're also, now Vance, if you said, I need a stocking stuffer for my girlfriend, I'm going to say a Bosch Shad would be great. Okay. That'd be a great stocking stuffer for anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. And you're going to say, well, where would I find a Bosch Shad? Where would I find a Bosch Shad? Well, you could find them at North Shore Tackle in Canada, should you be in Canada. <laughs> Chautauqua Real Outdoors, Thorn Brothers, Ross's Sports Shop, Triple J in West Virginia. Team Rhino Outdoors has custom colors, four and a half inch. The Bosch Shad, that's what I call it. Musky Tackle Online has stock colors in the Crime Boss and the regular Boss Shad. But, March Bait and Tackle, Ammo, largest Boss Shad dealer in all the land, has all makes, models, colors. Ravina, Ohio, the online store is up. Check them out there. Trust me. Your wife, girlfriend, grandmother, mother, they're going to love a Boss Shad. So, that kind of rounds us over to 
Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Todd, take it away. Yes, Todd at mcfishandguides.com. That's my email. You can check it out, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. We have a Facebook page. You can also look up Todd Young on Facebook. Uh, we're, we're just winding everything down from, from uh, 2016. Got hunting season out of the way, and uh, I'm going to get the schedule put together. Vance and I are going to get ready. We're going to revamp the website, get it up to date, and you know get, get a little more uh, information on there. I mean, a lot of people that find us, find us through the website and, you know, we're going to be hitting that hard, getting that up, up and running and putting tons of new pictures on there. And, you know, some guys can see themselves out there. Uh, and one thing I wanted to mention, if you get a chance, anybody that's done a trip with me or anything, uh, jump on and, and you're, you know, and you use Facebook or are familiar with Facebook, uh, you know, jump on and put a, uh, I don't, I don't really pay a lot of attention to this stuff, but I know I did notice that there's a place where you can do a, uh, uh, like a testimonial or, you know, you can rate Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. And, uh, you know, as long as you're going to do a five-star one, go ahead and do it. If you're not, don't worry about it. But, uh, <laughs> nice. you know, if you, you know if you if you went fishing, had a good time, want to say, say a little something about your trip, go ahead and put it up. I had a couple people just, like, put up three out of five stars, and I have no idea who these people are. They just rated the site or the Facebook page or something. I don't know. I don't even know who they are. But, uh yeah, I had a couple people this year that did, you know, put some stuff down about their trip. And uh, but if you get a chance, go ahead and do that for me. I'd be, I'd, I'd appreciate it. And uh, pretty soon, you know, before we know it, we're going to be starting to book up for next season. And Vance uh, is going to be ready to go. I'll be ready to go. And uh, you know, those, that June, June, July is going to book up real quick. So uh, you know, pretty soon here, if you're if you're still interested and in looking to get a couple days. And that early season, June, July, uh, you know, go ahead and get a hold of us. We'll get you on the on the schedule. Uh, the, like I said, the shows are coming up. So uh, normally we get some book some trips and, you know, I run into guys at the shows and, and they get to start picking dates. And it does it, it does fill in fast. So uh, get a hold of us, man. We'll do everything we can to get you on some fish. Looking forward to a, another season. I am. That's for dang sure. I've seen white, mm-hmm. white stuff for like a week now, and I'm already counting the days down. I, can't, I, I keep thinking, you know, it's like in middle of December right now. I'm like four months, and we're probably at four months. You know, that gets us to April, mm-hmm. and usually you'll get like one more dumpage there, you know, like one more snow day. Then it yeah, starts to warm yeah. up a little bit and whatnot. You know, you'll get like maybe your one more heavy snowfall, and I mean that. Boom, we'll be down at Cave Run fishing, and next thing is Chautauqua. It, it'll be here before we know it. Do you know want to know what's on my <laughs> mind right now? Hmm. These beautiful wily lures that are sitting here. Absolutely. He is our newest sponsor. Good old Dale Wiley. He's been doing it for what about three or four years now, Todd? <laughs> yeah. Add a zero yeah. on that. Yeah. On about that. that yeah. <laughs> I think full full time since about eighty ooh, around eighty four eighty five, uh, so more like thirty some. Well, I, I you know full time yeah 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 numbers numbers sometimes <laughs> don't mean much, but uh, yeah I got Vance is actually holding the one that he ruined. <laughs> he took it to Canada twice. Now it's just junk. I'm gonna throw it away. <laughs> If you oh, there's lots of fish left in that. 
Oh my god, yeah. No, it's no. It the paint's all chipped and there's hook rash and there's teeth marks and Dale was nice enough to paint me up a new one. And the offer is there for an exchange. No, because I know what you're gonna do to that one. I'm gonna keep taking this one. If I go back up to Canada, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try want the new one, yeah. No. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. It's crazy to think that uh you know, Dale's been at this a while. I, I've said I say that all the time to people when we're fishing, and it's, it's the same as you guys, man. I've, I've, man, I got, I got some wily lures that are older than you got, older than you guys. <laughs> no, and they're still, they're still working. That's going to be tough because if he's been yeah. making them since '84, you might have Vance beat, but yeah, yeah. Well, I got some old ones that were pre. Full time. Well, then uh, well, here's uh, yeah. prototypes. <laughs> prototypes. Another, that, that, that's when he was just one. making lures on the side yeah. and getting things going. Yeah, yeah. Some of those are more probably like forty years old. Yeah. So, if but I don't use it anymore. I will. I will say that. If you wanted to get a Wiley, where would you get them? Oh, jeez. Well, first off, you're going to have to pick which child you want to sell because <laughs> they're tough to get. They are tough to get. Um, and I would never buy a child off of somebody. Let me just say that. Unless I was, of course, doing the... the that, why, why is that a saying? Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe back to the old days. To sell your firstborn. For something like, male. You, you know, it's like, oh my God. The, kids are a pain. Who would go out there? You know? <laughs> I think I'd just buy one. Now, this is coming from a guy that has three pugs. Oh. Hey. I, I, I need to put that out there because I'm going to tell you this. I don't think I'd sell any of my children. Yeah. <laughs> I'd sell one of my pugs, but that's neither here nor there. Do you want to talk about that a little bit more? In the other podcast. In another podcast. Yeah. Where would you get them, though? You would get them Musky Thrills? Musky Thrills if the store is open. Mm -hmm. That is my understanding, Todd. Correct me if I'm wrong. He opens it up every once in a while to take orders, and when he gets enough, he shuts it down. There is no, like, store opens... January 1, it's it opens when it opens, and that's that, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you, you know, typically the last few years, that's what's been happening. He starts taking orders in the, you know, over the winter here or, you know, first of the year, and uh, he'll, he'll keep it open until he gets enough orders that he knows that he's going to be filled up and making baits till the end of the season. And, uh, he, you know, shut the down. I, I know sometimes it's been open for three or four months. Sometimes it's not even open that long. Uh, uh, Dale is going to be at, he's going to be going with us. He's going to have a booth down, down right beside us at the, uh, Ohio Muskie at the Ohio Muskie show. And he is also last I talked to him, he's still going to be at the Muskie max and they sell out pretty quick at those places. I mean, not sell out, but. There's quite a crowd. A lot of them get moved real quick. It's picked so, over. Yeah, yeah. And normally and he, Dale is he, in the corner at the Muskie Max. Mm-hmm. He uh, seems to be always packed in a corner, so he might not stand out. So if you're going to come into the Muskie Max, you might want to run around the whole perimeter if you're looking for a Wiley. That's my tip. Yeah. And you can do them. You, you can. We've had a... Uh, at least one person, I think two now, that have called uh, O'Donnell Sports Shop. You can find that online. It's in, and it's probably a Porterville, PA address. Uh, 
it's up here Ron Moraine. Those guys carry fatties eatlers also. And uh, he usually keeps a good inventory of swimmers, uh, swimmers, seniors, gliders, and, and some uh, and some raptors. But uh, I know some guys are ordering through him. He gets he always has some on hand, and uh, that's a good place. You can find them online. I think Jackson Lure also. I haven't checked if they have any inventory, uh, but they are one of the few people that do have it. You can also check eBay, Musky Flea Market on Facebook. And, you know, they're tough to get. But I touched base on that the last podcast. I said, we, you know, we had said where you, you could pick them up at that Jackson Lore and then that other place. Um, and I was like, you know, people that are seriously into it with like the forums and whatnot, they would... They will hunt that site, that that, that area down, and mm-hmm. get that number in, in a little town that has, yeah. you know, maybe 50 cars driving by it in a day. It, all of a sudden gets bombarded. All, all of a sudden gets calls. bombarded. Like, <laughs> hey, what colors do you have? Do, do you have one that's a perch? Do you have one that's like a fire tiger? You know, anything like that to get a hold of lords. People that are really into it. Because um, they are tough to, to, to come by. And... uh that's what's nice about those muskie shows. You can get, you can go there, and there's a lot of baits. You got to get there, get there fast, and you know, make your picks. Hopefully, you save the some Christmas cash or something. And Christmas cash. Yeah. Not even Christmas yet. That's true. But it's coming up. It is. It's a it's a musky fisherman's Christmas when you go to those shows to see all those lures and whatnot. Oh, I understand where you're going with that now. You know. You're talking about the shows. I got it. I mm-hmm. wasn't. All those cylinders weren't firing in my head. Yeah. <laughs> you have nothing going on. You should be totally. Yeah. Focused. I focused should. on this podcast. I should be. Totally. I'm. I'm actually sitting here looking. I'm like, man, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> it's very. It's very distracting being in this room. Because there is, like, a bunch of jobs to do. Oh, my God. You know, like, we're trying to concentrate and do this podcast, but you're, like, looking at this pile over here, and you'll be like, well, I think I can get that done on Tuesday. And that's not going to be a difficult job. I just got to move those boxes over but here. But do I feel and, like doing you know, it? You've got to get the paint booth up and running. I do. Especially, especially with the weather we're going to be getting here coming up. Oh, it sucks. It's going to make it harder. Yeah. Because I, I have to paint my... my uh, Vance's bait. My bait. Yeah. I got Yeah, the air compressor's packed behind that big pile over there. Yeah, it's... And I got to run a line. <laughs> it's a wreck in here. It is. It's a train wreck. And then all of a sudden, there's a ranger boat with Vance sitting in the front of it. You and know I'm what? in my regular spot. Yeah, I'm a little bit off, but I'm all right. You know what else was a train wreck? What's a train wreck? My hunting season. Really? You went hunting? Yeah. <laughs> Great segue, by the way. Professional <laughs> broadcaster. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be our hunting podcast that uh, we kind of led into the last several weeks. Yeah, we're going to wrap wrap it up here because we had two Not weeks. Not completely. Well, Not wrapped up tight. Maybe. Um, we had two weeks of rifle here in Pennsylvania. and um, You hunted every day, right? I didn't hunt every day, but I, I got out uh, a lot. Um much a, a lot longer than an hour and forty five, that, and that's how long it took me last year to get a deer, um, and it was a buck on the on the first Saturday. If nobody ever, just uh, go back in the podcast archive, you'll find it. Yeah, and I was hooked. <clears throat> it's um, the one Vance holding a deer. 
but we got out. I, I, I hunted a, you know, probably a solid maybe five days. Well, I, four or five I, I, days. Okay, you hunted eleven hours on opening day on Monday. Mm -hmm. Then you hunted. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. But, One of those two days. Uh, I think it was Wednesday. You hunted eleven hours then. Mm -hmm. Then you hunted eleven hours on Saturday. Then you hunted. Well, you also went to Todd's on Tuesday. There yeah, was that some, was, there was right. some half yeah, day. Yeah, we did half day. So it was Three Monday, day, yeah. Monday, half day Tuesday, all day Wednesday, all day Saturday. Then a couple hours on Friday and a couple hours on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So we can we can we can start from that uh, opening day a, a rifle and I am I'm still a rookie at all this stuff. I mean I I was in the woods for an hour in forty five minutes prior to this hunting season. So I was ready to learn everything and I wanted to get in the woods as much as I could. It's just like starting you know, picking up musky fishing for the first time, you know, it, it gets better with practice, uh, and such as anything in life. You know what also helps? Mm. When I throw you an incredible stand. Yeah, it, I am like completely, uh, spoiled when it comes to hunting. Uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, as soon as I say I was in an ele elevated blind or a stand, mm -hmm. people will roll their eyes. Uh, my uncle does it all the time. You know, he, he always... When I say I'm in a, in a stand or a, a blind, he's like, well, I'm up in the mountains climbing, you know, 400-foot cliffs and all this stuff, and it, <laughs> it gets downgraded pretty quick. With, um, with let me guess, shoes that you, he you, made you, himself. You get to do a little bit of that with uh, your hunt down with me. I don't have any of the blinds set up. Yeah, I, I did. And we'll, we'll, get, to, we'll get to that that, yeah. that day. I mean, yeah. I, learned, I learned so much, but... I mean, it's hard to it's hard for me to to skip back. But opening day, Andy puts me in a stand, um, and we we had we had a, how how many guys or what we had we we had four guys hunting out at my dad's, and what what happened? You know, we we all show up and we all start. You know, we figure out what we're gonna do and we go and I say I'm I'm gonna put Vance in this stand. So I walk Vance in. I get him close enough to say. Shine your light that way, you'll see the thing. Mm -hmm. And then, so I drop him off, and I walk all the way back to mine. And so we're back there. You know, daylight comes. I love to count shots. How many shots I hear? It was, I would say, below average, but close to average. It wasn't a lot. It was that first. Oh gosh, what was it? Maybe hour and a half, two hours. We had a nice heavy frost on the leaves. Yes, and you could hear stuff. Yes, you could hear stuff. And then all of a sudden, you just couldn't hear stuff. The mm. air, the sun never came out, but the air temperature got warm enough that all this nice, loud frost is now sound-dampening wet leaves. And it, it was nice, you know. And again, I'm a rookie at this. So when we got in there and, you know, I don't really have a trained eye for anything, but I was using a lot of my hearing at that point, you know, because I could hear, you know... A squirrel that was five feet away from the stand sounded like somebody was sprinting through there. You know, it, it was very, it gets so silent in those woods. Um, it's like sensory deprivation almost when, when it goes from you're in complete darkness and, you know, any little movement you can hear, it seems like that, you know, you could spook a deer for miles sometimes if you just crack a knuckle or, 
<laughs> you know, and anything like that. It, 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 it's, it's crazy. And I remember sitting there, and I saw, initially I saw all these deer come in. It was like right at first light, and I was like, oh my God, there's a ton of deer here. <laughs> what, what, you know, I'm like, what do I do? I have no idea what I'm doing. Am I going to spook them? Should I grab my gun? Should I look at them through a scope? All this stuff. I ended up scoping all the deer uh, initially, and I was looking for, for horns, and I, you know, I was kind of like moving that scope around. I couldn't really pick up on things. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I'm just kind of looking. I'm like, you're winging it. I'm like, there's a, okay, there's their head. There's the kill zone. No, you know, no antlers, pass it up, all that stuff. They're moving around. It sounds crazy. You know, they're, they're, they're running around and, uh, you know, it, I you was, saw a lot of deer. I saw a lot Pennsylvania. of Pennsylvania, a lot of deer. And, um, you know, my, I, I, my heart was just pumping like crazy. You know, just boom, 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 boom. I was so <laughs> excited and in anticipation of it, you know. Um, and <laughs> it was just, it was nuts. I, I think initially I saw 10. You said, yeah, you texted me and said like a group of 10 just ran in. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. They were dull. You know, and uh, it was buck season. The, you know, a week, a week of buck comes yeah, in. The, uh, I, I'll, I'll describe this again. In the Pennsylvania season, it starts on the first Monday after Thanksgiving. Then it goes to the second Saturday after the first Monday. So you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You can't hunt on Sunday. Then you got Monday through Saturday again. The last Saturday, that's it. Rifle's done. But between the two Saturdays, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that is the doe season. When you can shoot a doe, so so Monday through Friday is antlered only. Mm-hmm. That's my description there. Perfect. So yeah, so I was I was all you know fired up and excited to see these deer, and I mean it's like getting a, a like a a follow from a, a really big fish or something like that. You know, there's because when you see the doe, it's like uh, you know, is there going to be a is there a, a big, buck in there? A big buck is one of those going to appear, or you know, or is one following that that doe? Um, so you're thinking that every time a doe come comes around. At least I was, you know, um, and uh, you know that that happened periodically throughout the day, you know, and and I could get them close, and you know, I was learning so much. They were they were they were walking right to the stand almost. You know, and I remember um, there were so many deer there at one point uh, that, you know, I had like three down at the stand, maybe five yards. Okay. Um, And I'm just like sitting there and there's more deer coming in from this one area um, that's at about 100 yards. Um, And, you know, there's my, I end up spooking the deer at my feet by picking up my rifle and scoping them those deer see me did you scope the deer that were at your feet no oh okay the ones that were coming in oh okay <laughs> and i ended up spooking those deer um and they ran off and because of that spooking the deers that were basically at my feet the ones that were at 100 yards kind of figured something was going on and went back the way they came basically 
Um, you and, sent him home. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, I was like, all right, well, you know, I just learned something there. If I have deer at my feet, I have to be a lot more careful uh, in my in my movements and in my vision and what I'm going to do at that point if that ever happens again. Um, because I, the... Makes sense. You know, they, uh, they, they spooked the other deer off. There could have been a buck, you know, following behind those ones. And I, you know, so I, I was learning so much after, after that happened, Andy was, uh, alluding to, uh, it, it kind of, got warmer out, you know, and there wasn't a crisp. So I was just sitting there <clears throat> and I kind of shut my eyes for a second just cause I was all like, was it a second or two hours? No, it was like a minute. <laughs> okay. You know, I just had to sit down, you know, my, my knees were kind of shaking and stuff and I was like, Oh boy, man, that was a rush. Um, so I sat down <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'll, I'll definitely hear them coming in. Um, and I opened up my eyes and there was like, another group of deer at a hundred yards. And I was like, I, I didn't hear those things at all. I was like, Oh boy, you know, I have to start looking now. You know, I can't, I can't take any time off here. Um, the, 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 the people that are listening that are non hunters, it sounds stupid, but if you're sitting there and you can <laughs> finding a deer in the fall is difficult. Finding it, you know, like if you're just sitting in the woods. But if you're sitting there and everything is wet, not only you can't hear them, but if they stop, you got a hundred and, say, 20-pound deer standing there, you can't see them mm -hmm. unless they're moving. And even if they're moving, that's even hard to pick up their lines. They just blend in so well. So while you're sitting there and you're, like, looking... It's almost like your eyes get exhausted from working so hard. Oh, yeah. Your, your brain is just like trying to process, is that movement? Is that that? Is this this? It's, you're exhausted by the end of the day, and all you're doing is looking. Oh, your yeah. eyes look oh, yeah. every I mean, second you, you, of the you, day. You pick up a flicker or something, and sometimes the deer tail, sometimes I'll look and say, oh, yeah, there's something right there. And you get to concentrating on it, and it's a 140 yards away. It was a woodpecker. <laughs> and it was bopping around but you caught that flicker of white but when you can't hear anything yeah that's exactly what you pick up uh yeah it's that so many times i mean it's 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 not like when like what vance was saying there's times that you look down look the other way do whatever turn around and you turn like within a few seconds you look this way you just looked at you're like how did a deer get there yeah they just appear it's nuts. And uh, so, I mean, it is very challenging in that aspect to just find one of these deer. And these deer in Pennsylvania are just not walking around, going about their business. They're walking around or running around because shots are flying, even though it might not be shooting at a doe. The doe don't know that. Yeah. They're hearing gunshots and seeing a lot of people in the woods. I heard a ton of gunshots. I counted 449. Yeah, that's 449. I mean, that's crazy. I was think I was sitting there thinking throughout that day, I mean, close to 500 shots. Is that 500? Uh, no, there, there, there's no way there's 500 dead deer. Yeah, some were pop pop 
pop, you know, shoot, yep. unload and equip. But, I mean, think, how did they see that many freaking buck, you know? I mean, was there that many buck around? That's insane. I, I, there's going to be a portion of that of people that just don't care and they're shooting dope. Mm-hmm. There's, there's <clears throat> obviously... Yeah. I think I threw a conservative number out there of like 20 buck got shot today out of the 450 shots, more <laughs> yeah. or less. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, the other thing we've talked about this before is, you know, we, it's not just buck season. The area we're hunting, it's a, it's, you know, they have a three up rule. So it's got to basically be what used to be a four point. It used to have to have four on the side. Now, if you see three standing, you can shoot with essentially, if the deer has a brow tine, it would make it a, like an eight point. But you can't shoot little Ys and little six points with brow tines and uh, spikes. And, you know, that's what makes that number of shots just, it, that boggles my mind also. Now, you do have coyotes up there. People can be shooting at some coyotes. You know, we we, we did a hunt later in the season where we shot shot a coyote. and uh, But still, there's probably not that many of them. They were probably mostly shooting at bucks. Yeah. <laughs> but and the thing is is like you're you're going to be shooting at you know most of the bucks in fact all the bucks that I saw I'm going to probably I don't think Todd's going to disagree with this are all year and a half bucks. I saw a good number of bucks. None of them were legal to shoot while while rifle hunting. But a year and a half buck generally is that spike, that four point. You get the occasional eights in there, but they're small. They're little baby racks. Mhm. So you could almost say that's the cream of the crop of bucks that are year and a half, which I'm going to probably say is under 20%. Then you got essentially most of the two and a half year olds and, and up, which you're really cutting down the antler population at that point. You're probably dealing with 30 to 40% of the antler deer are not even, you know, are legal. The majority are not. Mm-hmm. So that it just it, it when you start whittling that stuff down, it the numbers are not good, but that's a lot of it's a lot of shooting. That's a ton of shooting, uh, and, that's, and, that, and that's not the best year I've had counting either. Really? Yeah. You got to think that's in how close is that to us? How far can you hear a rifle shot? You know. I don't know, Todd. What do you think? I I, I mean, there's no doubt. Some of them ones that you that that you're counting that are just as year that those are many miles away some of them i, I can't imagine no they're more than two miles mm-hmm. but especially you know, i mean you you have a place there where you got them you know uh you know the lay of the land means a lot you know where i hunt down in it where i hunt at my grandpa's place uh you know where he where i grew up hunting you know, there's big valleys and it's funny because there's sometimes that we you know we have guys in two stands and i won't even hear them shoot and they're not that far from me but i can hear people shooting up the creek many miles away <laughs> you know it all depends on the lay of the land too but you you know it, it, it's it, it it's semi-flat there i mean i could tell the day i hunted with you know we did our saturday hunt i mean i could tell you could hear shots that, that were just popping in a distance mm-hmm. uh you know, probably a lot further than you can in, in, in mountainous terrain. I mean, two, two miles, I'm going to just put a number at two miles. So you're, you're dealing with a two mile, essentially four square miles, all those shots. That's a lot of shots mm. in four square miles. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so. Like in fishing, I'm sure people do just, 
Whatever they want. <clears throat> if it's brown, it's down. You know. You like people would, you know, keep keep over a limit or you yeah. know or keep a, a short fish, something like that. You know, if they're on a meat hunt, I'm sure there's that goes on in deer hunting as well. Um, but yeah, it was crazy, mind boggling. Um, how many shots were going on? That was a crazy day. A lot of deer movement. Um, you know, I got skirted. You got skirted by deer. They just friggin' came up behind me. That was crazy. Um, and they were disappearing in front of my face. Uh, it said there was one that... <coughs> <clears throat> it started to slow down around like 11 to 3 o'clock. That's about the normal. You know? Um, and, you know, when that when that happened, there, uh, you know, a deer just came and bedded down right in front of me and I didn't pick up on it until I saw you know I just was like until I saw like a little ear flicker or something I'm like that's that's a deer there I didn't see that thing come in at all and I was just laying there <laughs> these deer will literally walk in and sometimes you miss them and then they go to bed in front of you and they go to bed right in front of you I didn't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing you know but I I thought you know, there's a deer there. He feels comfortable to walk in here. I gotta be, you know, I gotta at least be being quiet enough for it to feel safe. You know, so I was like, okay, that's good. Yeah. So more or less to wrap up Vance's day, he saw a boatload of deer, nothing legal to shoot. Uh, I saw a good number of deer, and I had them where Vance was having giant herds of deer piling through. I was trickling deer, but I was doing it all day long. And I had some bucks mixed in the group. And, you know, none of them legal, like I said earlier. But, you know, it was still nice to be out. You know, did an all-day sit in the towers. And the, um... So, yeah, Vance and I, we didn't get a shot at anything. Todd, tell us about yours. Yeah, I had a, uh... I had a slow morning when it was nice and crispy. It was funny when, you know, it, 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 the first thing in the morning is, you know, the first noise you hear always gives you sort of a, uh, estimation of like, you know, okay, what's it going to take to see the deer to hear one today? And, uh, I remember when it was just cracking daylight, you know, I heard, heard it coming and I was like, okay. And I turned around and, you know, a hundred yards away, girl. Squirrel. Hopping <laughs> through the leaves, you know, and I'm like, oh, geez, these deer are going to be easy to hear, you know. So now I'm hearing squirrels in, in the in the distance, and uh, but the same thing happened to me, too. That only lasted a little bit. By 8 o'clock, it just got warm enough. There was no noise. It was dead silence, and uh, I didn't see anything. I, I saw a couple deer. I saw a couple does, you know, come come flying through just at like the farthest point of the woods that you could see. I just saw the glimpse of them coming up oh, here. They come boom, boom, boom. And I saw two, two come down. They got down beneath me in a second. I sort of hunt a thicket and I had to gun up scope and I saw both of them. They were does. And then I see a third deer in the group and boom, I see it's, it's got a, you know, I see it's got a rack and, uh, yeah, but meandered around down there and it ended up taking a circle around me. I saw it for 20 minutes. It was a half rack, not big enough. Uh, 
but just the, the other thing that, that we just talked about, you know, some watching this other deer, keeping an eye on it just because even though I know it's not legal, but I'm still trying to scan the area and there's other does that come through. And once that thing was just about out of my sight, it made a big circle around me. And, and I did, I did one of those same things. I just turned around and, you know, 50 yards maybe in front of me. It's like, Oh, there's another buck right here. I don't know how it got in that close, but there it was. And it was coming on the same trail those there, there, those, those does came on and it was a small six point, not legal. And, Watched it for a while, and basically had all my action in one hour there. I think I definitely think one of those does, because that six point was really sniffing and running around, and uh, a couple other deer came up right after he left. The second buck left, but one, two, three. There's four coming right to me, and uh, I see a, the, the fifth one is a buck. I'm like, okay, this is going to be the. I usually don't see that many. I, I, the area I hunt, I don't see a lot of those small bucks, you know. Normally, by the time I see a couple bucks, one of them is one I'm ready to shoot. That's just normally what happens. And uh, I see the buck coming. I'm like, this is going to be it. It's coming right at me. I got the gun up. I'm ready to shoot this thing. And it's the same six-point. He hooked up with these does. And uh, I start looking around in the distance, and I catch a glimpse of one way out there, just as far as I could see, and naked eye, instant I saw it had a huge rack on it and you know swung the gun up put it out there and i just could never pay. i could i could have shot the deer i had no idea what was you know i had little openings where i could have shot it it was moving around a little bit i never really got it got to look at the antlers again and same thing as like vance said the at this now at this point i have does i'm i'm, I'm in a ladder stand and i have does that have been there for two or three minutes and they're they're like 10 yards from my tree and just staring at me and I'm trying to scope this buck that's, you know, hundred and some yards away, maybe a hundred through, through the thicket. And, uh, I could tell they were getting nervous. They never snorted or anything, but you know, a couple of them took a couple little hop, you know, hop, skip, jump type things. And they all turned around and they led that buck back the, the small buck and they, they went right back the way they came. They went right past where that big buck was. And, uh, when they, you know, I saw him turn, and when he turned, I saw his rack was sticking out way out past his ear, but it was through so much stuff, and I I couldn't have told you anything else about it, and he just followed him down over, and that was my day. I saw about nine or ten deer in between nine and ten o'clock, and then uh, that was it. Never saw another deer the rest of the day. Brutal day. Never ne- never got to fire, no. <sighs> So then, Vance, you went out midweek, other than seeing a whole bunch of doe. <clears throat> I, <coughs> I uh, went down and... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm skipping Todd's. Yeah, I went down and hunted with Todd uh, the next day. And uh, that was a great experience, a lot different than being up in a stand. I was hunting from the ground um, in a... Uh, in kind of like a, a funneled area where there's these like, you know, all cut from water uh, leading into this, you know, like a big waterfall area and whatnot. I mean, Todd could explain that a, a lot better than I do because he's hunted there for, for so long. What would you say I was 
sitting in. Yeah, I mean, it's a big, there's a big high wall going down <laughs> to the Slip Rock Creek. I mean, deer can do a lot of things, but if they jump off this high wall, man, saw it, they would, they would fall to their death, that they don't jump off this high wall. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, it, it creates a big funnel. It cuts way up in, it cuts off of the Slip Rock, comes way up in there, and we're to where this big shale waterfall is, and, you know, there's all these points come together right there. And I mean, it, it's an odd place to sit. You can't see much. Uh, it's really, it's really a lot of work. If you shoot a deer down there and I've done it many times, mm-hmm. getting them out of there, you have to like <laughs> wrap the rope around a tree to get them out. You know, you need block and tackle, but the deer end up going through there. And it's, I thought it was a, a, a neat place to, uh, to put dance, you know, uh, you know, stick them right down in that, in that pit. You don't see a lot. Uh, a lot of deer, but I mean, when they're there, they're they're killable. They're on you, and they come down, and they usually stop down that bottom. I've I've, I've shot lots of deer down in there, and uh, yeah, we stuck him down there in the morning. It was uh, it got really hot, mm-hmm. got really hot that day. We did one little push around lunchtime, and we were going to go do some more stuff, and uh, you know, tired out from the first day, and it, we we called it, but it, it was it was hot. We got sweated up when we were walking a little bit and stuff. It was a uh, oh yeah. I think had Vance, Vance, and my father. They went through a little spot for me, which I hardly ever sit on the drive. But there was one. I was like, here, I want you guys to walk down through here. And, and uh, yeah, they chased me six does. I didn't see any bucks, but uh, some of them dove into the Slipper Rock Creek and swam to the other side. It was pretty neat watching that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I saw a small buck that morning. Another half rack, but uh, nothing to shoot, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great experience doing that push and stuff, you know. You just walk through these areas and all of a sudden, you know, just like walking in the woods, you know, and, and then there's deer five foot away from you. You kick them up and they start beelining yeah. for something, you know. It, that. So I, I, I learned a lot that day, too. It was It was fantastic. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, sitting down in that little funneled area, those, all the shots would have been so close, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> Slam dunks. 20 yards. Home runs. Yeah. And those deer were walking through there. There was a ton of tracks and... Oh, a ton of tracks, yeah. It, it just... that, that, uh, on the first day, when, when I said that those deer lapped, uh, those four, the four does, the six point, and they led that big buck away out of my life... <laughs> That's that's where they headed. I'm I'm hunting up above there, but I mean that's I'm 99 percent sure that's where they went because yeah. there's no really other place for them to go once they get down to that point, and they probably crossed right through the 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 gully there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and then, and then uh, that brought us to uh, my Wednesday hunt, and I um. It, it it was it was raining. It was gonna rain all day. It was a nasty day. Yeah, it was a really nasty day. Andy uh, put I, me put me up in a blind, elevated blind. Yeah, and I had to draw Vance a map. Yes, to get there, and it's it's sometimes very difficult to have someone navigate property. First off, how to even get out to my dad's. Yeah. Then 
where to park, what hazards to look for, all of this without ever seeing it in the light of day. But you managed to get out there. You avoided the hazards. You followed the map pretty good. Great map. And then I drew this map on my iPhone yeah. and sent it to him. Yeah. <laughs> and you, like a trooper, sat all day long in this rainstorm. Yeah, I mean, it was nice. I, mean, I, I, I had a roof over my head, you know. I'm not used to that comfortability. Fishing out of a tiller all the time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, that, that, uh, something about a roof, you know. You and could a, put a, it, a put computer it up chair. A, a computer <laughs> chair, yeah. It was nice, you know. The thing reclined. It was pretty silent. You know, very, very cushiony seat. A um, little bit cozy. Yeah. It overlooked the valley field. <laughs> what we call the valley field. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I saw. It was raining, you know, so it it was hazy out. There was a lot of steam coming off the the ground and, you know, creating a lot of... It was like a foggy mist. Yeah, a foggy mist, that, you know, and uh, the morning came around. There was some activity in the morning. Uh, they were getting up out of this brush pile, basically, um, that they were, you know, bedded down in and... Uh, that's where I said I was going to start looking, and the reason I started looking over there was because of the push that we had done the day prior with Todd, uh, and you know, because if you're you know, learning what to look for, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I, I, I'm starting to figure out what what I need to look for. I was like, if there's deer bedded down, they're going to be in that area. That's where they were yesterday, and we walked by them, and they shot up out of there. It looks like something they would like. You know, it's like finding weeds in a lake or something like that. Um, and sure enough, deer were getting up and, uh, walking around from that area and they were, they were walking, they were slow. They were probably, you know, about 200 yards from me. Um, and you know, when they would stop, they would just, they, I couldn't, I could barely see them, you know, mm -hmm. they like disappeared like crazy. They blend in so well. Even in a field. Even in a field. And, and <clears throat> you know, I know I missed deer that morning because I just couldn't, mm -hmm. I couldn't see them all, you know, so I started like scanning with uh, some binoculars and my scope and I'm just like looking around and, you know, I can't see anything with the naked eye, but I would see one going real slow with my scope and I'm like, look, there's one right there and I can't even, I would have never picked up on that thing. Um, and yeah, so there was action. Um... And, you know, I just was, I was, no buck. No, no buck. I was scoping those deer so far away, trying to pick where I would shoot, you know, if I would, if I was going to take a shot at a buck at that distance and whatnot, you know, um, and no buck. I, I'd seen a lot of deer that day, uh, behind me at one point there was deer, you know, a, a, again, at five yards uh, right behind me, bedded down in, in the woods, you know, picked up on him just by looking through sight. I, I never saw him walk in. I just saw him bedded down. Same stuff. Uh, at the end of the day there, at about 400 yards, um, I saw this big shape off in the distance. Uh, and I was getting very comfortable with hunting at this point. I was like, I'm not shaky. 
I think I can, you know, pull this off. If something was that far away, I think I'd be able to shoot it because I'm scoping all these deer throughout the day. But uh, I, th I thought that one was a buck. It was, a it was alone, and it was a really, really big body. I could see it from far away. Mm -hmm. um, and as soon as I started scoping it, I started shaking again. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I was like, if I really do see one of these things, it's going to be difficult for me. <laughs> I was getting like, you know, just... That's a Hold, holding the crosshairs on all these deer. I'm just like, yeah, this is fine. If I pulled the trigger, I'd I'd kill this thing. You know, mm -hmm. that's it. It's done. The moment I was like, yeah, that's a buck. I started just like, uh, 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 you know, the everything. Crosshairs <laughs> were moving like crazy. Shooting that at 400 yards has been really, really tough. 400 yard shot, regardless, is very, very tough. Let alone <laughs> yeah. being shaky. Yeah. Right, right. I I think I would at least hit the deer. You know, you would hope. I I I, I, I was at I was at like. On it with the crosshairs, but you know, I think that if, if that was a buck, I would have shot and it would have been, you know, pointing at the sky almost. Pointing at the And the day started to, you know, it, it last light, I had these, these deer at my feet and on this tree line that was, was pretty close to where the stand is, uh, Behind me, I had these deer to my feet. They were so close that I couldn't see them anymore out of the stand. Okay, to give an idea, the stand is an elevated blind. The The platform is four foot high. Mm-hmm. So, it's... Four they foot. were beside the stand, they were, <laughs> literally. They could have... Yeah, they, they have to. If you're sitting yeah. on an eight foot by eight foot platform, dead nuts <laughs> in the middle, yeah. your feet are four foot off the ground, and you're in a chair, so you might be another... Your head is, best case scenario, seven to eight foot off the ground. Yeah. And you cannot see them anymore. I can't see them. But I start hearing what, what sounds to be one deer moving through a bunch of brush and sticks and trees and branches and stuff. And it's just, it sounds like it's a buck. So... Or what you think would be a buck because you've never heard a buck before. What I think would be a buck from what I've what I've heard throughout the day and all these hunting experiences I've had up to the, up to this day. Three days. One one single deer, the loudest I've heard all day, continually walking, um, and making noise. So I I back off the power on my scope and I just set my rifle in that general direction. I'm like, if that thing pops its head out, I'm gonna pull the trigger i think i have like maybe five minutes left of light mm -hmm. uh and i didn't i went back to my the opening day and when you know i didn't want to spook the deer at my feet to miss the chance at this whatever the heck this thing is um and you know this is just a, a really really exciting time you know my blood's pumping is this thing gonna come out i don't know you know i can't spook these deer at my feet because i want my chance but it never came it never, never came out, and uh, you know, I walked out in the pitch black. I had to get that stand all taken care of. I mean, it was, it was as dark as the morning. You know, I, I, I stayed out. I, I thought. So I you thought, don't even know what the property looks like. You walked in with a flashlight. You <laughs> yeah. walked out with a flashlight. Yeah. Other than where you've been sitting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was crazy. All right, that brings us. Unless Todd, you have something else. Most no. People no. want to hear about our big group Saturday hunt. Yeah. And originally, um, we were all going to be in the same stand, 
at this point, a lot of cool things are happening because Pennsylvania in the section where we're at, bear season opened up from Wednesday to Saturday. And Saturday, doe opened up. And we all have a buck tag. So we're like, man, we're going to be the three amigos. <laughs> we're going to be coming out of the woods with three bucks, two doe, and a bear. And... <laughs> No, I didn't really think yeah. that, but that's that yeah. was what po- was possible in a pile of coyotes. <laughs> so we 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 start looking. We're like, yeah, none of us have our bucks, yeah, and we got enough stands. So we ended up splitting up. Vance went in the same spot where, well, in the morning, Jesus, oh, we'll just say he he eventually went to the same spot that he was supposed to go. I may or may not have got a little lost. That's all right. You're you're confident. That's learning. Um, Todd went to the stand, another elevated blind, that I shot my 2015 buck. And uh, that, you, you know, if you want to hear that one, it was the first time we had Zach Baker on. That was an early podcast. Um, Todd went there. I went to the stand that I always go to during rifle season. And... Right off the bat, I had tons of deer running around, every which way. I just every time I turned around, there was deer. Out all four of these windows that I got, I look, there's deer. Look out the other one, there's deer. All over the place. And Vance, did you have deer instantly? Yeah. Okay. Vance was Vance was seeing deer. We got a big group text message going. We're kind of informing ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, uh, keeping things up and going and. Then I had to text Todd a question. Todd, do you remember that question? I think it was, did you did you see any? Or I can't remember. It was, the question that, that, <laughs> that I'm trying to refer to was, you, question mark. Oh, that question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we had talked one time, but we, you had texted me one time before, did you see anything? I said, no, I haven't. I haven't seen anything yet, and I was in. I was in. If you've also listened to the other, the archery pod, uh, the, the one of Andy's archery stories, I was in the. Uh, I was in the one where he had the run-ins with the cats this year. The cat, and then, and then my friend Andy had to pee in the bottle. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, that's the one I'm in now. Now, it's uh, so stunk, I'm, right? I'm, I haven't seen anything <laughs> yet, and you know, I, I get a message from from Andy that says, you know, nah, yeah, eleven or something like this, or. You know, and I, I, I hadn't even seen, I, I hadn't seen a cat or anything, but uh, <laughs> it was the first time, and as far as I, I can never remember, that's probably the first time I, I was ever in a stand with my gun. I mean, I sat with Andy one time, but uh, I didn't have my gun with me. I think it's the first time I was ever in a stand that, that was, uh, you know, in like an enclosed blind like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. But yes, then finally I get a question. You. Now, why, and, what prompted and, that question? Yeah. Well, there was a good, there was a very loud shot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A very loud shot, and it, it was me taking the shot. And Andy texted you. I, did I text back? I said yes. Yeah. yeah this, look, what happened is, is, like, I'm sitting there, I'm just, I pay attention to these shots. And, I, and I'm doing like these counts. I don't even know where the count was at at this point. But I heard, and I'm like, pull out the phone. 
I'm like, that came from Todd's direction. I write you, question mark. And with the iPhones, it gives you that little bubble with the little three dots that go on. As soon as I did you, the bubble popped up, and I'm like, that wasn't him. He's texting too quick. Mm. <laughs> then the answer came back like a few seconds later, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I need more information than this. Yeah. <laughs> I think I called you there very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did. You called right back and said, okay, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. It was it big. Was it this? Was it that? Yeah. Where'd it come from? But, this uh, and that. Where'd it come from? What happened? Where's it at? You know, did you get it? Yeah. I mean, I, I got it. I, I, uh, I hadn't seen anything. I saw a deer place. I was sitting, I was looking through basically a 50 yards, 50, 60, 70 yards of field in a couple directions. And then you can see into the woods a little bit. But it is really hard to see into the woods there. There's a lot of hemlocks, and it was a dreary morning. There was not much visibility going on in the woods. Uh, yeah, caught a glimpse of a deer, looked naked. I was like, oh, there's a doe. Here comes a doe coming up through. And uh, for the heck of it, I pulled the gun up, went in behind some hemlocks, and put the gun on. I was like, oh, no, that's a, that's a buck. Mm-hmm. At this point, I still don't know anything about it. Now, in my drive up there, I left at about four o'clock in the morning to drive to hunt with these guys for this hunt. And, you know, when I was about probably five o'clock, an hour into the drive, I was like, you know, it's the first Saturday. If I see a legal buck, I'm going to shoot it. I've never hunted up here before. <laughs> I'm going to shoot any legal buck I see. I'm, I'm done trophy hunting. I've been through that. I really didn't care. And, uh, yeah, and then the, the deer went through another little opening, and I mean, it, I just I got to see it had them standing. Had it been the rules from a couple of years ago, I'd have never been able to shoot that buck because it had. Uh, I mean, I didn't know that till later, but uh, yeah, it had it had three stand, you know, it had two standing on both sides, end of the rack. Gave me a shot, pulled the trigger, it come flying out of the woods, running through the field, and. Uh, and that's what I was ended up telling Andy. I said, it ran towards the road. But, uh, man, I didn't shoot again because I could see blood pumping out of both sides here. <laughs> I can't believe it ran up there. And I told him, I'm going to get down and go look right now. It's got to be laying up there. Sure, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I just didn't see it fall. But, yeah, we got one down. One down. Awesome. One, one down. And got a buck. So we got a buck. And it was probably, what, you think in the first hour, hour and a half? I shot it about 8 o'clock, yeah. So about a, an hour of shooting mm-hmm. light. Mm-hmm. And then the question remains is Todd drove longer time-wise than his time yeah. in the stand. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I didn't get to sit in the enclosed blind all that long, yeah. <laughs> but was it comfortable sort of, sort with that computer it. chair? It was, yeah. it was comfortable sitting yeah. in the computer chair. I can't even remember what, you know how that goes. I have, I was planning it as go, okay, one comes here. I actually put it, I took, took all the windows out in the morning and it was chilly and the wind was blowing. And I actually put a couple back in because I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I got plenty of place to shoot. I'm going to put these windows back in behind me. Cause it was, it, it was pretty cold out in the field there. And, uh, yeah, you know, planning that all. Okay, I'll rest here if it comes here. I don't even remember what happened. I think I just shot the dang thing. Well, I know I did. I just shot right off my knee. <laughs> I was sitting in a computer chair and went bam. <laughs> Had an easy shot there. You know, ended up with a 
for a rifle, it was a pretty easy, easy shot. It did jump out when it was, I, when I determined I was going to shoot, it jumped to hit this trail. It took one leap when it hit the trail, like it was going to go the other way. And I was just looking at its butt and, I was, and you know, instantly I had that one second. I was like, oh, I'm not going to get to shoot this deer. And that deer stopped and spun back around and, it was probably about a half a second after he did that when I shot him. <laughs> he knew he made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should have kept going the way he was going because I didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Uh... But yeah, it was. It was. It was nice being in the. Hadn't even started raining yet. It started raining as soon as I got out of the stand. I felt bad because I was on the phone with you, and I'm like, okay, the conversation's coming to an end. Then I hear. Drip, drop, drip, drip. I'm like, yeah. he's gonna gut this in the rain, and we just spent a couple. Yeah, it was. I was talking. in a downpour practically when I was dealing with the deer. But yeah, it was great. It was great. Never hunted up there before. Uh, really, I've never got that many deer that were where I hunt. You know, uh, especially bucks. So yeah, I was thrilled. So thrilled then, to get a buck. So now, now the pressure's off. Todd's mm-hmm. like. I'm like, Todd, you can kind of go hang out back at my dad's if you want, you know, just <laughs> do whatever, sure. you know, eventually Todd got the deer taken care of and then he took a slow walk and he hung out with me, which really helped my morale because it's that tough mental game where you're just looking for movement. And I had, I had seen some bucks already and... I'm gonna tell you what we Todd Todd can. I'm glad Todd was there to testify this. We had the <laughs> same two bucks come by so many times. I, I just yeah. essentially what I'm gonna say is at the end of the day, I saw these same two bucks seven times. They were always with each other, yeah. and they, they just never. I don't know what they were doing, but it wasn't like oh there they are. They went behind a tree, then they came back out the other side. No, this was half hour apart, an hour apart, just yeah. randomly walking, essentially the same area. And uh, we also had two giant red-headed woodpeckers that were <laughs> screwing with you. Because they were far enough out in the woods that they have like a bunch of white feathers on them. And you're sitting mm-hmm. there looking for any movement, and you see a movement, and it's white... You immediately think it's a deer. Mm-hmm. And they messed with me for a little bit. We also had that squirrel that was very Almost interested. jumped into the... <laughs> I thought it was going to leap into the blind. Jeez. It, so, yeah, it, I mean, we, we could have... If he would have... You, if you stuck the gun out, you would you could have poked it. He could have perched it. Was on a, on it was on a tree that's like two feet from this stand. Yeah, it And was. I was like, Andy... <laughs> Turn around, look at this squirrel. He turned his head, and it's like, oh, it's four feet from me. It left right on his face. Which, <laughs> most people who who are like, oh, look at that squirrel, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's a part of you that's like, it's cute, but when it gets within jumping distance, it's now like, this isn't going to be good if you decide to jump because yeah. I'm going to be like trying to either rip you off my face yeah. or punch you, yeah. but at the same time on the other side of the squirrel is my face. Yeah. I really thought he was, I, when he was, the way he was looking and tail flopping, I was like, that thing is looking, thinking, oh, look, they got the windows out. I'll go in there. It's raining. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it his claws were just starting to, like, adjust to get ready to jump. Oh my God. But, 
you, you don't think of that stuff. You're like, oh, there's a squirrel, and you're driving your car, and you hit it with the, you know, you don't even swerve. They just smash, and they're flat. But one, <laughs> one's eyeing you up like, I think that this squirrel thinks that I'm something for him to explore. <laughs> they, I, I've never seen anyone messed up by a squirrel, but they got sharp little claws, and if they get to your eyes, you're going to be blind. Oh, yeah. So um, we had that going, and then, Todd kind of went off, got, got you know, got his deer taken care of, and Vance, was there any? You I had, did see your I first up, buck. I ended up seeing one buck uh, <laughs> around noon, um, and it it was a you know a spike. It had it it, it had two coming out, but uh, they were a bit longer. But like you were saying, they were probably you know your year and a half buck. But it was it was nice to see at all the deer I was seeing. I finally saw a buck, um, bigger body. Definitely was easier to pick up on, um, but not a shooter. Not a shooter. Then uh, we went ahead a- after it was all done. I I asked the guys if I could go pull some cards, so we pulled some camera cards and got Todd's buck in the back of the truck. Transferred it, got back to my house, transferred it to his truck, he took off. Vance and I were looking at the camera cards, and I had this one trail camera that was pointing towards the blind that Todd was in. It's overlooking this food plot. Yeah. And a couple neat things. I got Todd walking towards the camera. The next it did like a three-shot burst. The next photo, and I'm gonna probably make it the cover art. Mm-hmm was you could see from like maybe Todd's elbow to his hand mm-hmm. he's wearing these orange blaze orange mittens that the the, the, the the fingers fold out so you can have your finger usage yeah and it's just big giant thumbs up yep that was awesome going was, to get your buck it, it was just that that topped it off and something that was interesting was you know when I looked at this buck I'm like I never had this deer on camera but up until this point, when I pulled those camera cards, I did get it. It had been there yeah. a, maybe around a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I did get it on some, so it got must have got bumped in, or it just so happened to be there and, you know, got moved in, whether it was chasing doe or what have you. So we got that, and, uh, oh, there was something else that I wanted to bring up. So we got him on. We got Todd on camera. Yeah, that was a great picture. It was a great photo. I think that cat showed up. I did have the orange and white cat yeah. show up. The one that oh, messed, <laughs> the one that yeah. messed with me in archery. Yeah. Oh, and you you had because uh, you sent me the message that said something that night. As soon as I get back, you were like, "Had you sat there all day?" Oh yeah, that's that's what you, I was thinking. Yeah, you would have seen uh, from that. Got, you got three other bucks on camera. Exactly. From no does. No does. <laughs> yeah. From that stand, just, you know, and it's overlooking, I, I'm going to say in terms of the lay of the land, it, it's a pretty complex food plot in that just the elevation changes that it, that's in it. And I'm just watching one trail to enter this. Had Todd sat in that stand, there would have been another non-legal, I think it was like a four point, come out and it would have been at 35 yards. And then right at the right at last light, the two bucks that I've been seeing, both three points, seven times, entered the food plot. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So they 
They I must... saw them five times when I was sitting with you because I, when I was getting ready to leave to go get my deer and stuff, it was like three thirty, and as I'm climbing down, Andy's going, "They're fighting," and I, I could see them. I was I was crawling out of the stand, and these two bucks are they're fighting, and I was like, and I looked and I could see that it was those little. I was like, it's the same box. And he's like, yeah, they're back. Now they're fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> They've been hanging out all day. So I saw them five times. Andy saw them in the morning. Yep. And I saw them with you. And then after I left, you saw them again. You said they fought, they left, and they came back. And then they ended up going back back to the uh... – now, you know, who knows, who knows what – I mean, I didn't stay there all day. Because you did not get, you know, my deer running when it ran through there when it was dead on its feet. But no. it did run through there, but it was, you know, too far to pick up for the camera. So, yeah, my deer wasn't on there, the one that I killed. But, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that three deer popped out right there, and uh, they were all bucks. They were all, like, one was at noon, and the others were at last light. So it would have made for a long day had those been the only deer. But I'm pretty yeah. sure those were not the only deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so then Todd Todd punched his buck ticket. So now it's me and Vance, and I, I've been hunting, you know, every every bit I could after work on some of the days and stuff. You know, I'm seeing some deer and, you know, what have you. Nothing really to write home about, but I did see the one day, this would have been during the second week of the rifle season, I'm there, and there's some doe out in the field, and I'm like, well, this is behind my house. I'm like, well, you know there's got to be a nice buck around here and all of a sudden these two two little smaller doe come out of the come out of the like brush off to my left but it's, it's in front of me i'm like they're coming out because they're starting to smell good and there's a buck chasing them and no this would have been the first week because i had i was thinking that it's either a buck or a bear and i could shoot the bear <laughs> because there's so my mistake on that and I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, what's coming out of here? So those two little two little girls come out and scare the four other deer that are like out in the food plot already. They all kind of go, I'm like, all right, let's see what this is. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I catch some movement and out pops a red fox. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's cool that I saw a fox. Yeah. I didn't shoot it. I let it, let it go. Second week, which would have been, I think, Thursday, uh, would be the second Thursday. I'm sitting there. And, you know, I saw a couple deer. The second week, I always see much less deer than I do the first week. I think I've seen three or four by this point, And I catch movement in the food plot, like, close. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And here's a little juvenile mink jumping its way through the, <laughs> through the turnips. That's cool. So I saw a fox and a mink on my property while hunting, along with a whole bunch of, you know, doe and some scrub bucks. And that takes us to Vance and I. He he hunted on Friday with us, me, my dad, and him. Again, short days. Short days, tons of deer for Vance. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sat for like an hour and a half. I saw 24 deer. That's a lot of deer. Yeah. I did a drive to you, and like, I'm trying to, like, okay, this is Vance's first drive to ever, like, receive deer. And I, I mean, I took a long time. I said, Vance, you're going to be here for like 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm pushing maybe 500 yards. Mm -hmm. And I went really slow. I zigzagged. We had snow the day before. I'm not cutting any tracks. And I'm like, please, a deer run to Vance. Just, 
he can shoot a doe. I need him to get one. And I told him where to post up. My dad was posted up. And I finally get up to him. I'm trying to be, the, the snow is like squeaky snow. When you step, it like squeaks. And I'm trying to like sneak up on him because he didn't like really do any recognition that he saw that I was coming. But I'm sure he could have this big orange pumpkin walking through yeah. the woods. Yeah. <laughs> trying to be all sneaky and stuff like that. Well, anyways, I get up to him. He goes, there were three deer. And I'm like, nice. He goes, way on the other side of me. <laughs> I'm like, That's the opposite field. Com- yeah, what would have been to his back had he been looking the way I was walking to him. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, we, we, we just did some walking. I gave him some explanations of stuff. We, we, I would say a fast still hunt. We did not break any speed records getting to the stand. Yeah. You know, I saw some deer, but I also, I didn't see nearly as many as Vance did, but I did see a buck in the group, and it was a smaller buck. It was actually one of the bucks that I had seen. Yeah, those deer were going crazy that day. Andy's uh, father was actually probably about 400 yards away. I, I saw him appear in this valley field, and uh, there were just deer jumping all around him. Uh, it was it was it was crazy to see. I was just waiting for him to shoot, but they were freaking moving, you know, thirty mile an hour, pop 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 pop, all yeah. crazy like that. So you saw a bunch of deer then. And I I actually did see one that came to me about sixty yards. It it was in a dead sprint and it stopped right before it disappeared in the tree line. I had it on and safety off. I was about to pull the trigger. It was a button buck. I was like, oh my god. So I didn't pull that one. Yep. So, then uh the last saturday i uh i was out and it was tough it was an awful awful day that saturday windy and very snowy yeah and it was cold yeah i ended up seeing you know my dad and his friend they saw combined one tail i saw 10 before vance and i made a plan to meet up at my house and I called it around noonish, twelve mm-hmm. fifteen. I walked slow back, mm-hmm. got in the truck, got back out here. Vance and I met up. We we took the arduous hundred and fifty yard walk through my yard back to this the best tower that I got. Yeah. And we Very sat good. there. We had most of the windows in, we had a heater going, it was rough. I mean, it just was terrible. <laughs> yeah sounds like it the yeah. wind was to our back but we had if you can envision an eight eight this 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 tower we have is eight foot off the ground it's eight foot by eight foot windows i'm gonna probably say 330 degrees around this place mm-hmm. there's a i mean you can sit in one spot and see almost everything just by turning around mm-hmm. um but i i like to keep most of the windows in especially the ones that are facing west because predominant winds are coming that way i can essentially shell myself off on three sides still shoot out a left and right Mm -hmm. and have most of my shots to the east where it just so happens to be where most of the deer shots would take place so we don't even have the wind on our backs we got a heater behind us that's taking the chill out Mm -hmm. and uh so we're sitting there and it's it's just brutal weather we ended up I'm, I'm looking like i give vance the rundown like i normally see deer come out here over here this whole red brush line in front of us i've never seen a deer come out so don't pay much attention yeah. to it 
And that's where the deer come <laughs> An hour later, yeah. I'm like, Vance, there's a deer. And, and I like, immediately start looking at all the places he says to look. I'm like... He's like, actually... It's, it's in no. the spot I told you they never come yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> They were sitting right there. So there... And, and they were too fond of... And they were very reluctant to even step out of the red brush. Now, you could have worked a shell into them. You know, they were only a foot or two in. They were right on the edge. Mm-hmm. So we watched them and... You know, we made the decision. You know, right now what we're after is we're after meat for Vance. Yeah. And we thought we could maybe pull it off and do the one, two, three shoot and, uh, you know, drop two, uh, two dough. We could have on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. But it just wasn't happening. I mean, we might have been able to on them too. I remember that, that, that day, uh, there's a little playground that's off in the distance, uh, from this stand uh, and when you're sitting there and it's quiet you know noise travels and uh and he's like i hear this kids playing he's like but you know don't worry as long as they don't go to the the baseball diamond and start running around i think we'll be okay and like within that same breath they were immediately at the baseball <laughs> they diamond. were racing each <laughs> other yeah, they were around racing, like it was hilarious. Now, by, by playground, I don't want people to think that I'm hunting yeah. in the city park. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's... Th- th- this is, I, 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 it's a it's a home for displaced juveniles. And generally, they're in the, in like the middle school age. And uh, they would be, the predominant way that I'm looking is east. They would be like northwest of me. And it's not really an area that I would shoot anyway. But the important thing is, is that to this facility's east is this creek bottom that's full of red brush. And I was like, oh, I'm glad that they're making noise because if there's a deer that's near them in this bottom, it might push them our way. But then when they start racing around this baseball diamond yeah. that they have that come <laughs> yeah. really close to my property, I'm like, well, this ain't, this ain't good, but it's the last day. What are you going to do? Yeah. And uh, I can't believe they were out in all that snow doing that. Yeah, there was a good amount of snow on the ground, too. Because it was snowing. It was snowing yeah. bad. I, you guys, man, sent me a picture. What do you think it was? It was, it was, it was very wintry. At, yeah. at least a foot on the ground. But, like, these kids were, like, running, and they must have just been happy to be outside. Yeah. Running as yeah. fast as they can, then they, like, almost purposely trip to roll in the snow. Yeah. Which yeah. I, 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 I did when I was younger, but I look now, I'm like, I get snow in the crease there by my neck. Yeah. We're, we're like, yeah. it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it, it ruins the rest of the time you're out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was taking place. Eventually they left, giving us probably a half hour, you know, of, of shooting light left. Mm. And, anyways, we get, we're there. Another deer comes out. It very well could be the same small doe. Mm-hmm. To to my right, if you're looking out, you know, east to my right, I my property borders my father-in-law's, and he he plants food plots just as much as I do. He has a corn planter. He plants these part of his food plots in standing corn. And this one deer came right out of the standing corn. It was a younger doe, like I said, probably the same doe that we saw earlier, and it was just. Decided that not going to shoot that. We're hoping to wait for, you know, a bigger doe. Yeah. Well, as it starts getting darker, we're like, well, 
not much. We're, 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 we're literally living on a prayer here. So I pick up my binoculars and I start looking over the corn on my father-in-law's and I'm like, Vance, I see a buck. It, it's, it's out there. And you really wanted to see that buck because yeah. you got out of the chair yeah. and you started moving. I'm like, it, you can't see it now. It, it, it's behind these trees. But you got up and you had to keep looking. And, yeah, it was and it wasn't a big buck. But it was out probably 200 yards. It was like the ex- way opposite of his property line. It was the final countdown. It was. So just then my phone vibrates. And I pull it out, and it's my father-in-law. He says, there's a bunch of deer in the corn out back. He's in his house looking back. He says, sneak around the corn and see what, see if you can get one. And I, I read it to Vance, and he's looking at me like, what do I do, chief? Yeah. And I said, if we're going to do this, we got to do this right now. <laughs> so I had a choice. I didn't want to carry everything. I wasn't going to pack up, pack up the hut yet. So I'm like, do I grab my binoculars? Or do I grab my gun? Because I'm not taking both with me right now. I took the binoculars off my little shoulder straps. And I'm like, well, the, the gun, I don't even think, has the sling on it. I take all that stuff off. It bugs me. I'm like, well, if I have the gun, at least I got an, one optic. And I can shoot something should there be two. I grab the shooting sticks. Me and Vance climb down out of this stand. And now we're in a foot of snow. Yeah. And... I'm going to bring this up because it, it, it did make me laugh. I take a couple steps and I could hear the ice on my pants scraping each other. And it's making a lot of noise. So I spread my stance out and I'm walking. I hear Vance. And I'm I like, can't. Vance. You heard yourself. I also heard you. <laughs> that was you making all the noise. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I look and I'm like, Vance, spread your legs. So now Vance is walking like an I'm old West like, cowboy. Yeah, like <laughs> I just got off a horse. <laughs> it was, but you took <laughs> a... <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, spread, spread, you know, walk wider. I'm back there. The sight for sore eyes. Like I can't go any wider than this, man. <laughs> and, and, and like you said, I mean, Vance is still doing it. Andy, Andy told me he said I was going to tell Vance, you're going to have to belly crawl. Oh my god! <laughs> and Vance, you would have dove right in there. I would have. Would have. I would have. And, Belly crawl up to the edge of the corn. That's so it. screwed up, and I'm I was I'm sick. It's ten to five. We got ten minutes. The season's almost over. I know, and, and I have to walk like that, and I'm trying walk to walk on your hands. Scurry, <laughs> scurry, and you know, oh, what am I? Probably look like an idiot. Is but that I, on the cameras? Do you have a plot watcher of that? I, I I do, but I I it's. It's elevated because I put the plot watcher in the in the blind, so you're not going to get. Thank God, that's embarrassing. Oh, great! We got the heater kicking on. That's what the noise is. Yeah. So we round. We get to the edge of the corn. We round it. We got to go down. You know, maybe another forty yards, and we get there. Well, before that, I'm looking through these these pines, and I saw a silhouette of a deer in his food plot. I'm like, Vance, there's a deer in there. I'm like, we got to get up here, get closer, carry the sticks like this. You know, we get there and the deer, I don't know how, doesn't know that we're there. We're like 100 yards away from it on the edge of this food plot field. We're halfway concealed. And 
advance gets set up, the deer's there, it's broadside. In my memory, it's like a very, very, I won't even call it brown, I'm gonna call it a black silhouette against white snow. Yeah. And I'm like, I know it's not a buck. Mm. Other than that, I can't tell you. I can't tell you if it's a button buck, I can't tell you if it's a small doe, I can't tell you if it's a big doe. And I could barely tell at that point, but I had it in the crosshairs. And, and it was like two seconds, and then it disappeared behind uh, behind his tower stand. Behind the tower stand, and I just did not want to take that shot. Force a shot in that direction into other property. Yeah, it was the deer was like a slow walk, and I'm just like, well, I don't know. Do I plug my ears? Do I scope them? What do I do? And it just the deer just kept walking, walking. Yeah, done. It was gone, and that was essentially the end of rifle season you know and we were done and i still did that stupid walk i was still walking <laughs> well, with I, that, I, that damn thing i'm like i don't have to do this anymore we're hunting i did say we're not hunting i did say that there is a <laughs> off chance that there could be a deer in my food plot and <laughs> but uh, it, it made a lot of noise it did it, so it was worth it it wasn't like i Oh, jeez. You know, told you you had to walk with your hands above your head. Yeah. It was for a reason. <laughs> Terrible. Oh. Okay, so so let's do a quick wrap-up. Uh, I'm going to do one on Vance. Vance got to sit by himself for the first time. He saw a bunch of deer. He saw him sleep in front of him. He spooked his first deer. Um, he was a driver. Was getting driven to. He put his first stock on, and he scoped a deer that he could have shot legally and decided not to do it. Mm -hmm. And you saw a hundred and four deer. Hundred and four deer in the two-week rifle season. Yeah, it's a good time. You still don't have anything to eat mm -mm. yet. Nope. Yeah, yeah. Andy wants to go out for uh, second archery. Anybody out there who's going to... We're going to go back behind my house in the blind that I said that all the windows will be in. We'll have the heater going. A computer chair. Another little bar stool type chair. Halfway decent cell reception. Food plots all the way around you. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be that uncomfortable. I'm in for a couple days. They're, they're not going to be all day yeah. sits, I'll tell you that. They're going to be evening sits. I'd love to get some meat, that's for sure. Nice. Great hunting season. Learned so much in such a little bit of time. I can't wait to do it again. Next year, if I don't have a buck in archery, I'm going to shoot one the first Saturday because that seems to be the, the thing. Yeah, I got one on first Saturday. Todd Vance, did. Yeah, Todd got one on the first Saturday. Yeah. So, is there anything else you want to add, Todd? No, man. It was a, it was a good year. It was. It's a good year. I'm always happy to get a buck. Absolutely. Yeah, I got one in Kentucky. Yeah. I am deerless. You're deerless, but you still got two more weeks of hunting. That's right. A lot of fun. So, well, we'll have this ended up here we'll uh like to thank paul frustario boss shad for supporting the podcast please check him out if you have any uh 
I don't know, Christmas wish list stuff, you know, put Boschad down on that. You know, maybe you want a new rod. Look at St. Croix for that. You know, you can also look at Wiley Lures. That's going to be a tougher one to get, but if you dig hard enough, you'll find them, like Vance was saying. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I don't know, maybe a nice fishing trip. Chautauqua Lake yeah. next year with Vance and Todd. Yeah, we got gift certificates available. Hey, that's just as good as cash. <laughs> it is. And it is to me because I get the cash. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we got we got that Fatty Z Musky products. I try to take the store offline, and people still are finding it. It's driving me up the wall because I'm scrambling. So, anybody needs to order, please look me up on Facebook, Fatty Z Musky Products. Send a question or email myself. You can find that on the website, fattyzmusky.com. That's the best way right now. As Vance said, my place is in shambles, but we got a floodlight and a heater going, so. What else do you need? We'll get that up running. We will, when I get it done. Yeah. So, all right. We'll, uh, well, I guess we'll talk to you guys next time. If Oh, ice fishing. Be safe out there. I see a lot of cars in the water already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, People try. Driving on ice first. First, first ice, take the truck get, out. Yeah. So be safe out there. Thanks for listening.